Welcome to Friend Wings Podcast, where Smashville and Hockey Town collide. And now your hosts, Brett and Ron White and D-Law Dan Lawless. Welcome to another episode of the Pred Wings Podcast. We made it to episode 25. That's uh, one quarter. Yeah, uh, it's quarter. Not wrong. But almost a quarter. It's not wrong. A little bit of, there's, there's been quite a bit of movement here. Well, uh, yeah, it's before we talk about that. Um, my game last Thursday was, well, not only did I score a goal, I had an, an apple. So it was a Look at really good put, putting points on the board. It's about time. Well, we played, we played the last, we played the worst team anyway. Um, but yeah, it, we, uh, we got out to a six to nothing lead in the first period. We ended up winning six to two. I think I scored the second goal. I was right in front of the net as usual, right in my office. Nice pass. He was uh, he had come down to the wings and was about ready to circle around the net and throw a pass right in front, and I just slammed it home. I don't know how I didn't hit the goalie, but it went kind of like the far side. But saw it go through the go in the net, and I uh, did my you little. Your, you ended your your uh, slump. Did my little yeah three game slump or something like that. That's my second goal of the season. And then uh, later on, uh, I think, I don't think it was the same shift. It might have been the next shift. Um, I was coming down the wing and didn't really, I couldn't cut to the net because of defense. So, and I was looking up and saw saw my uh, winger had come right to the center because I was playing center and he, he was right in front of the net. So I put a little pass. It wasn't as hard as I would have hoped but it got there and he put it home for the for another goal so gave me an assist so it was i i'll take it i mean it was a nice assist it wasn't one of my best passes but that's what happens when you have good players that can score and speaking of good players that can score the red wings um they were pretty active in free agency yeah just just a little bit um you know, I, I think, and this is no, I mean, I'm not trying to judge in any way, shape, or form, but I feel like the Preds didn't do a whole lot, so maybe we should start with Nashville. Well, there isn't much to talk about. The only thing they did was um, sign Milwaukee players. <laughs> Basically, is what it comes down to. Uh, so, I mean, well, what are your? I mean, do you think any uh, of those were a good, a good pickup? No, maybe if you're playing in Milwaukee or a Milwaukee fan, I don't I mean, see. Like I don't have- see. I mean, they they did sign their draft picks, uh, Yoakum Kamel. They to the three year entry level, but. Um, they just uh, every year, every year they do not. They don't, you know. They don't 
they're not active on free agency at all. Um, they signed Zach Sanford. Um, he played with the Blues. I don't know why they signed him. Because um, he's pretty much, uh, I mean, it was an $850,000 contract. So right there shows you how good he is. Um, and then they signed. Um, See, I've got, yeah, I've got they signed Kevin Lankinen, uh, who was a goaltender, and that he definitely he's definitely won't be playing in the NHL. That. See, but you got to But but if you look at all of these, okay, let me let me just go through this list here. They signed defenseman um, Jordan Gross. He's 5'10", 190 pounds. He's but he made the All Star he, 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 he played. He played. He played Milwaukee. Uh, Mark Jankowski, that's a two-way contract, although I pretty much I don't see him playing in NHL. Um, and then Kiefer Sherwood, um, he was listed as a Colorado Avalanche, but I don't even think he even was there. He played 11 um, games and had one goal, one assist. And then he didn't play for Colorado. Um, that was with Colorado. Well, I wasn't in the playoffs, so he sure wasn't. And then Rowan McEwen, uh, he played for Team Canada. Yeah, he played. Oh uh, wait, oh wait, no. In the AHL. Oh wait, uh, goals and seventeen assists. Oh that, no, 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 no. Rowan McEwen played with Colorado in the AHL. Um, and then you got Kevin Gravel, another two-way contract. Yeah, well, it's not going to help. It's not going to help NHL win, uh, the Preds win the call, stand the cup. And then you got uh, Jordan Gross. Uh, he signed a two-year contract or two two, yeah, two-year contract. Um, and that's again, all these contracts are like. The, the league minimum, seven fifty, eight hundred fifty thousand, somewhere on in there. Um, you know, the only the biggest really move they made was before the draft when they got uh, Ryan McDonough. Um, I don't know if at the last our, our last show if we were able to, if that happened. Yeah, I think, uh, I think we did talk about that, but I know I don't know if. I don't believe they had signed Forsberg by the time we recorded the last episode. I think it happened the day after, actually the day they were published. So, yeah, we did um, talk about that. So uh, the Predator, I, I do remember saying in that in in our last episode that the Predators will get it done. Um, so yeah, they got it. They got it done. Um, they signed. They signed him to an eight-year, which was expected, uh, $68 million. So that he'll be making an, uh, an, an AAV of less than Yossi, which he is what he wanted. He didn't want to make more than Yossi. Uh, not sure why. Usually players want to make the most they can. Um, I think he just saying because, you know, he doesn't deserve the captains more than, more than the captain. Um, so that's that's done and out of the way. And I was thinking, you know, that's that leads into the free agency. Um, 
And I was thinking, oh, good, good. Maybe he, now, now with that out of the way, he can sign some free agencies. I was really looking looking forward to signing Palat, and they didn't, I, they didn't do anything. They didn't even, I mean, and, and those players that I just mentioned that they signed were like the day after free agency started. Um, so... I, I don't know. Poyle sleeping again. I think I don't know. Um, so, so here's, but here's my here's my thoughts on uh, the Predators off season here. So they they've got defenseman Jordan Gross, five foot ten, one hundred ninety pounds. Uh, he was on the twenty twenty two AHL All Star team. He had ten goals and fifty five assists while playing in the in the AHL. Uh, he's twenty seven years old. You've got Kevin Lankin in six foot two, one eighty five um, pound goalie, uh, twenty twenty um, All Star game uh, candidate. Uh, he had thirty two games played with eight wins and fifteen losses, Uh-oh. six in overtime. All with uh, those were with Chicago. Um, he's twenty seven years old. Kevin Gravel, six foot four, two hundred twelve pound defender. Uh, he won the Calder Cup in 2015. He played 59 games, three goals, 11 assists in the AHL. 30 years old. Roland McEwen, six foot one, 195 pounds, 2019 Calder Cup champion. Um, had 61 games played and he had three goals, 17, 17 assists as a defender in the AHL as well. 26 years old. Mark Jankowski, six foot four, two hundred five pounds, sixteen or nineteen games played, two goals, three assists. He's a center, um, and he played those with the Sabers in the NHL. Twenty seven years old. You moron. Uh, Kiefer Sherwood, eleven games played, one goal, one assist uh, with Colorado in the AHL. He had thirty six goals, thirty nine assists. Twenty twenty two All Star candidate in the AHL. Twenty seven years old. Cole Smith, 6'3", 197 pounds, eight games played, zero goals, zero assists with the Predators. Uh, 59 games played in for the Admirals, 21 goals, 20 assists, 26 years old. So they've got a bunch of, like you said, a bunch of guys who are going to be playing most likely in Milwaukee. Um, You might see Lankanen come up and play a few games. He may even be up there for the number two spot. Who knows? Um, No, he won't be – the number two spot will probably be Ingram. But when you look at the, the age of all these players, the only one that makes sense to me to make a splash on for your current Predators roster or potential future Predators roster would be Kevin Lankinen because 27 years old is not very old for a goaltender. So he's just coming into his prime. So I think that was the best pickup that they had. Everybody else... I think just doesn't make sense to me because I highly doubt any of these players will even see the NHL ice. They're already late, late twenties aging out. Like most players should be hitting their prime at these age. These guys are still remaining in the AHL. So to have them for, you know, five years down the road when they come up and, you know, you're still trying to make a cup run and you're replacing you know, good players with other good players. This just doesn't make sense to me. Just because these guys are, they're on the older side and, you know, even if they're a one or two year contract, you know, what 
what is that doing for your current Predators team? Like how you've got they they really didn't do anything in my opinion to bolster their, their lineup. So well, they never do anything in free agency. But maybe that's the problem is because they're not really building tremendously through their youth and through their draft and they're continuing to try to stockpile their AHL with older aging out players. When are they going to make that jump and open up their, their their pocketbook and pay somebody like a Pilat? Because they have a they have a, a playoff caliber team. As is right now, they will most likely make the playoffs again next year. But what's going to get them to go from round one to round two to round three to round four? You know what what's it going to take? And that's where you got to build in the offseason. That's where you got to build in free agency. These guys are not going to do that. These are not well, the change of game players. They always seem to build with, you know, within within the system through drafts and, you know, getting these young players that they build up through the system. But you can only do so much of that. You you can only but that's just the way the Predators have done from day one is build through Milwaukee. Why are you building Milwaukee with older generational players who who are going to be aging out? I mean, Kevin Gravel, he's he's 30 years old. And you're just going to throw him down in the AHL. So now you're you're taking playing time away from a You can't player. just rely on the young on on the system on the draft picks, you know, cuz no, you some need of them might you, not you, even make you need the AHL team. You need free. You need to get free agencies. To get you know that uh, you need to get these. Not necessarily free agency, but you know trades and well, like they do with Ryan McDonough. But you know they need players like that caliber, like to get like a Palat or or a Kadri who is still no. Now I will, now, now I will but, say this: if if Poyle every single year could draft somebody as good as. Tanner Janot, they would win the Stanley Cup in five years, without a doubt. Because that's almost, or that's two full lines of players who play with heart, passion, soul. So, I mean, if, if Poyle can, can find a, a Tanner Janot caliber player every single year in the draft and hit, you know, he's got to hit. It can't be a flash of the pan. It's got to be. He's got to actually hit on these draft picks. They could win the Stanley Cup in five years. But they haven't quite been able to do that. You know, it's very, very, very difficult to hit on five players in a row that are going to come up and become impact players immediately right out of the gate. It's just it's terribly difficult because you're not always drafting in the higher-up picks. But that's where... You have to build your your AHL team with youth. You have to, you know, let these young guys grow up through the through the system. And I, I just I feel like every single year I sit back and it's like, man, the Predators are they're they're right there. They're knocking on the doorstep. They make the playoffs. They've got a good playoff streak going right now, but they can't seem to get past the first round. That's where you have to bring in a big name. You have to make a trade. Um, you might have to give up some picks, but if you really want to make a run at that cup, you have to bring in 
just the the biggest best player that you possibly can well i just i feel that that nashville really needs to get a little bit more active when it comes to free agency um i don't know if they're worried about cap issues i don't know what what their what their concerns are but i i I definitely think they need to really focus on growing um you know growing the youth but also right now as they're trying to make a run they got to bring in something they need reinforcements and i just i don't know who's available who's disgruntled i mean i don't know right now who who would even be a good candidate to come in and you know as a trade or a free agent right now i mean klingberg is the biggest name out there right now and i just don't know if that's what nashville needs well, if he's the biggest name out there right now, then that's pretty sorry free agency. Um, but getting back to the Predators, you know, and they've had really bad teams just recently within the last eight to ten years, and they haven't really done anything. Even like like Detroit, you know, they're they were they pretty much you know they're in a spot where they really had nothing to lose to, to go out and sign basically a whole nother team just on free agencies. I think they were one of the most active teams this, this, this season so far. And yeah, and I've looked at, uh, I've looked and, at several like, um, you know, draft grades, like grade scores for the draft. And everybody has Detroit as an A right now. And I have to agree with it. So, Detroit jumped out signing Andrew Kopp. You know, he's he's 28 years old. He's playing great hockey. Um, he's coming in right, the center. Right after his birthday. Happy Welcome to Motown, Mr. Kopp. But yeah, he's a big boy. He's he's one of the, you know, I, I don't want to say giants, but he's 6'1", 205 pounds. Like, that's something Detroit really lacked on their offense was, you know, Oscar Sundquist is the biggest bodied player we have out there right now. Um, you don't have Mantha, obviously, anymore. Luke Witkowski, he, he just dropped off. Giovanni Smith, you know, he just didn't transition well into the NHL. Um, but you bring Andrew Coppin. Now, one thing he does is he brings a lot of offense. That's something Detroit really needs more of is is offense. And he's bringing 21 goals and 32 assists. Um, not to mention he's also a Wolverine, uh, so he'll get along with Miss Larkin quite well. But you know, he he brings 20. He's a he's a 20 goal scorer. Now he's coming in um, with a five year contract, which I thought was a little long. Um, but, you know, they they won't need him much past that. He's going to take them to... Um, they also brought in 27-year-old Ali Mata, six two, 210 pounds. He's a defenseman. Um, you know, one goal, seven assists. Nothing to, you know, really shake your hat at. But he did win the Stanley Cup in 2016 and 2017. So now you're bringing a guy into the locker room who knows how to win. He knows what it feels like to hoist the cup. He knows what it pl- feels like to play in the big games. That's where... I feel like Eiserman thinks that the Red Wings could make a push to the uh, playoffs. Not to the Cup, but I think they're going to surprise some people. And 
when they get into the playoffs, they need somebody like Amata to, you know, kind of calm the presence in the locker room. He has the experience. He's got two cups. He can bring that calming presence. Um, one that I really like is um, Ben Chariot, six foot three, two hundred thirty-four pound D man, nine goals, seven. Chariot. Oh yeah, Chariot. Ben Chariot. Chariot. He was. He was actually in this uh, Stanley Cup Finals with Montreal uh, the year that they played Tampa Bay. Okay. Yeah, Sherrod. I apologize for butchering that. Not haven't even heard his name pronounced, but uh, he's a big body D man, and he brings nine goals, seventeen assists, um, which is huge. That's going to bolster the defense tremendously if he, he can keep that up. Um, he's tremendous on the power play, which Detroit was really lacking in this year. So having having Sherrod out there is really going to help um, the uh, the Wings create some offense this year. So I'm going to get into some other stats really quick because I just want to do a comparison of what we have and what we brought in. But David Perron, another big-name signing, another Stanley Cup champion, 2020 All-Star game, uh, six foot one, 20, 210, or 20 pounds, or 202 pounds, right-handed shot. Um, he put up another 27 goals last year, 30 assists. So the Red Wings bring in two 20-goal scorers onto this roster. And, again, I'm going to go through some stats here, but I think Perron is another player that is, um, you know, it's a it's a short deal. But, again, I think that's the veteran presence. We've been to the dance. We've won the cup. I know what it feels like. I know the pressures. I know the, the, the tricks that other teams try to do and get away with. He can bring that calming presence as well. So another veteran player who's been to the dance, who put up 20 goals, I think that's a huge win for Detroit right there. But what I was saying was is that I think Eisman wants to make that push to the playoffs. He's bringing in more offensive presence, and he's also bringing – not only is he bringing the offensive presence, but he's bringing the um, experience in the Stanley Cup. So these guys have the experience. They know what other teams are doing, the tricks, the things they try to get away with. These guys know what that is like. They've felt that pressure. They've been in these in these games. So if Detroit's really going to try to make a push this year, which it seems like Geiserman is really, really doing, then I really think that, you know, between uh, Mata and, and Perron, that they've got that veteran leadership that's going to help them, you know, in those, in those games. Um, but I'm not going to talk too much more about that. Um, you know, there's a few more guys that Detroit – brought in uh dominic kubalak six foot 279 pounds uh he's 26 years old um you know he's a left winger with 15 goals 17 assists last year all team rookie in 2020 for the in the nhl um next you've got mark pizik six foot 198 pounds defender three goals nine assists um 30 years old one that i'm actually kind of excited about and this could be completely wrong, but I, there's a two-way contract with Matt Luff. He was undrafted. He's only 25 years old. Former Predator. Yeah, but I mean three goals, three assists, and only 23 games. And he's not that old. So 
I'm kind of excited about it. Don't get don't get too excited because he didn't really do. I mean, but the only thing that he did in Nashville was throw his body around, and you can't do the NHL anymore because the NHL isn't doesn't allow that kind of play. Um, but he, he when he was with Nashville, he had absolutely no offensive presence. He was not out there for the offense. He was just out there to stir stuff up. Um, but yeah, I do like that he brings a physical presence. Because that's something that the that's just something that the wings don't bring. They don't have it right now. So, yes, he may not see the ice for Detroit, um, but you never know. You never know. They just need that big-bodied presence. Um, but I, but one thing that I want to talk about here, one thing that I want to kind of get into, is some of the future Red Wings that are looking to crack the lineup this year and have a very good shot at doing so. You've got Jonathan Bergeron. He's 5'11", 195 pounds, 22 years old, um, 21 goals and 43 assists for the Griffins. Um, he can play left or right wing. Um, defenseman Simon Edvinson, uh, 19 years old, 6'6", 207 pounds, uh, defender from Frolunda with two goals, 17 assists. Not afraid to throw his body around. Very smooth skater. Um, you know, very good hand-eye coordination. Uh, very good, you know, helps him poke check. Um, and then one that's kind of exciting to me is Elmer Soderblom. He's 21 years old, six foot eight, 21 goals, 12 assists, um, but he's 250 pounds. Now that's a giant forward. That's not a power four. That's a giant forward. Uh, but he's he's looking to crack that lineup right now. Yeah, I want to get into some stats here. Mark Stahl, I know he's no longer with the Red Wings, but he only put up three goals and 13 assists while playing for Detroit. Now, while we lost Mark Stahl, um, we've gained, let me see here, um, <clears throat> Ben Sherratt, who brings in nine goals, 17 assists. So there bumps your offense right there. Um, you've got Adam Ernie, uh, left wing, one year left on his contract. Um, and his annual average value is $2,100,000. And again, that's for one year. Um, he threw up six goals, 13 assists on the left wing. Uh, we bring in David Perron, who put up 27 goals, 30 assists. So, I mean, there's an instant bolster uh -oh. of your lineup right there. Uh, Gus Lidstrom, another defender, one goal, 12 assists. He also has one year left um, with an 850,000 AAV um, on a two-year contract. I mean, just bringing in um, Pizik brings more, more goals. So, and... Ali Mata also one goal, seven assists. Um, not quite there on the, the stat level, but he brings more um, in size wise. Uh, Pui Suter, 15 goals, 21 assists as a center. He's got one year left with an AAV of 3,250,000. Um, you know, you look at our center here, um, and you're bringing in Andrew Kopp, also 21 goal scorer, uh, 32 assists. Already boot, boots uh, Suter out of contention. 
Uh, Philip Zadina, 10 goals, 15 assists. Um, you know, I think Berggren's going to give him a run for his money. Um, he's actually a free agent right now. He, he doesn't have any years left, so he might not even be back with Detroit to begin with. Uh, but he was bringing an AAV of $1,744,167 a year. Uh, Joey Valeno, another center, um, you know, eight goals, seven assists. So the way I see it is, and he's got one year remaining on his contract with an AAV of $1,212,917. The way I see it is, is that Joe Valeno or um, Philip Zadina, I'm sorry, Pia Suter. So it's going to be one of those two guys. They're going to be battling it out, and it's really going to push. I mean, the competition in the Red Wings camp is going to be pretty tremendous so far. Do you, do you have more, or do they just keep signing players? I think you, I think you just went down the whole list of the free agency. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Um, but again, like all these guys I just mentioned, Stahl, Ernie, Lidstrom, uh, Suter, Zadina, Valeno, those are not roster locks this year because you're bringing in Cop, Mata, Sherat, Peron, Kublak. I mean, those guys right there alone will bump these guys out of a lineup all day long. So there's going to be some real serious roster battles this year, and I think that is what makes your team better. And they're still working on the extension for for Larkin, too. That they're they they want to they uh, thought I saw something I thought I saw I thought I saw something that they want to get that uh, uh, contract uh, extended by the start of the season. Yeah, Eiserman already said flat out that Dylan Larkin will retire a Red Wing. He's already made that very clear. Anything else to add? So that... nope, I'm just I'm excited for the Red Wings this year. I think they're going to make a splash like they haven't done in a while. Um, I'm believing in the Iser plan right now, and I just I really 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 think that Detroit's heading in a much more positive direction. Um, so, well, next season uh, it'll be a little more positive for on the Red Wings uh, part of the show than you know uh, than it was you know at the early part of our shows. And I think it's going to be flipped. I think I think the Predators are going to have a not so great season. But um, so the the NHL frenzy, the, the the biggest the biggest move and probably the biggest surprise um, was uh, Claude Giroux signing with Ottawa. Even though he he signs back, you know that's just coming home pretty much. He's from around the area, um, so. Uh, in that sense, it's, it's not too much of a surprise, but I I didn't see that coming. L- let's just go down down the list, uh, starting with Anaheim. Uh, they they definitely they definitely needed something. Um, they they were in a free fall. They were at at one point in this season, the last season, they were leading the Pacific Division. And they just had a free fall, and so they they signed Ryan Strom uh, to a five year contract. Uh, they signed Vetrano, uh, I believe he was with Florida. 
They signed him to a three-year contract, and then they signed a few others um, to um, DeLeo, Godin, Kirkland, Strand, and White. Uh, um, and they, they still have a couple other free agencies, um, free agents that, that are still out there. Not Nothing too too big. Um, you know, obviously, Ryan Getzlaff retired, and they lost Andre Suster to Minnesota. Uh, we'll get that, you know, um, um, in, in a bit. But moving on to Arizona, I mean, that's, that, that, I, I don't know how they can even get players, you know, since they have no NHL arena. Um, but it's probably basically players that are don't aren't, aren't going to be able to play anywhere. Uh, Bookstead and Brown and Stetcher. Uh, former wing stature, they yep. signed um, Dauphin, signed a one-year contract, Amama, Amama, he signed a one-year contract. So it sounds like these are just a lot of a lot of younger players. Um, Gillies signed a one-year contract, and D. Um, so they, they, once again, they didn't really sign any big-name players like some of these, you know, um, Ottawa and and um, Columbus and all that, and then uh, Boston they they were they haven't they they weren't really uh, too active as well. Um, you know they didn't really sign. You know they're still waiting on Bruce Bergeron, who's you know sounds like he's either going to play for Boston or he's going to retire. Retire, yep. Um, so I I'm not sure, and they're they're talking about. Getting, uh, Cre- is it Krejci that was playing overseas? I, they were talking about uh, getting him back. Um, Buffalo was another team that was a little more on the active side. Uh, you know, they re-signed Olofsson, who was with them with the Sabers. Um, Eric Comrie. Comrie, he's a goaltender, right? Yep, he's a goalie. That was a good pickup for them. Um, and then they get they signed from Toronto Labushkin. Um, I don't know if he was he they they signed him from Toronto, right? I didn't know if he was with with Buffalo, and then they re, they just signed him. But they he he was in he was with Toronto one time just recently, and then there's a couple other uh, lesser. Uh, moves by Buffalo, and they still got a few. Uh, their their other goaltender, Uko Pekalukanen, he's still a free agent, so they still got to get him wrapped up. Unless I didn't hear if they signed him. Um, and just scanning through some of these other, uh, don't see any other names that are popping out that they're uh, that they need to resign. Uh, Calgary, they lost a ton. Um, obviously, Johnny Goudreau is the biggest biggest name that they lost. Um, they really didn't sign. You know, Zadorov signed a two-year contract. Um, as far as any big names. Um, Not really any. You know, they lost Goodbranson to Columbus. Um 
So, you know, you know, Matthew Kachuk is still out there available. Um, and I think Andrew Man, is it, was it Mangiapane that's just signed or just filed for arbitration? Um, I think yeah, it was him. That he was supposed to do that. It was one of his players. It was, I believe it was him. I, uh, I knew it was, it's definitely a Calgary player. Carolina, they, I mean, they, they lost a ton. Uh, Vincent Trocheck, which uh, that's going back to the Predators. Uh, um, was a big one. Max yeah, was a big one. Um, but going back to Vincent Trocheck. Going back to Vincent Trocheck, you know, and, and the Predators. Um, he's one of them that I would like to see the Predators uh, target, and they, you know, I'm. Obviously, he was probably just going after the money. Um, but they, uh, you know, the Carolina signed Kasha. Uh, I believe last I knew he was with the Ducks. I don't know where it was before, uh, uh, if he was traded to Carolina or not, if he was just con- uh contract. But uh, that's pretty much the only real signing they got. Chicago, they're just they're 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 worse off than Arizona. They're they are I don't know what they're doing. They they send Matt Dolby and they're uh, just Andreas Anthony see you. Um well like I said, they're in a train wreck. Um yeah, they, Calvin you know, Don, he's a free agent, they gotta do something with him. Colin Delia just signed with Vancouver. Um and they lost Kid Branson, obviously. Um, yep. And then Dylan Strom, they lost. Um, Dominic Kubelik. And and then... Um, you guys snagged the well, Yeah, but that wasn't a big loss for them. <laughs> um, but as far as... And, you know, I was hearing that, you know, Patrick Kane was going to ask for a trade, but then um, I don't know anything materialized because they they had a meeting him and Taze had a meeting with the GM and uh, apparently they they just don't know if if they're if they're bought into this rebuild um but you know another big big free agent that they need to sign is Andrew Shaw now he's not like a Giroux or a Pilat He's one of those players that you definitely want. He's really good, you know, especially not, I mean, obviously Chicago's not going to be anywhere near the playoffs, but he's the player, one of those playoff type players. So, so I, I would be very, very shocked to see the Chicago. I mean, they're just dumping players left to right. So I don't, I don't see them resetting him if, if you know, if they can't sign any, anybody else. Um, <clears throat> moving on to Colorado, they're, they were kind of in a, you know, his teams win the Stanley Cup and they kind of go through a a sell-off, if you will. Um, they, they let Darcy Kemper go. Um, or, or Terry Lackanen, uh, he was actually resigned by the Colorado. Um, Josh Manson resigned. Uh, they signed into a four-year contract. Uh, Helm signed uh, a one-year contract, so they're 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 keeping some of the core. Um, 
but um and you know and then uh that the, the the cup the cup demolisher of a kubel he signed with toronto so they lose him which well i guess they had enough of them that they had they had enough of them dropping the cup probably see we'll ship and you know they also signed good branson he signed a four-year contract um but you know they're pretty much i guess that's how columbus really needed to do uh they still they still need patrick lane they still need to sign him if they decide to sign him uh dallas uh they signed mason marchment um yeah, his father had just died. Um, yep. They they signed into a four year contract, and and then Miller. Uh, uh, that was. See, I th- I think that they have to re-sign Jason Robertson. You know, Raja, he does it every couple of years. Seems like he gets he gets worn out as welcome, and he goes over to KHL. So. I wouldn't say that's a big loss for the for the stars. You know, they still got to work at well, we're you know Klingberg. I don't know what's going on with that contract, but I don't really think it. I mean, it might be a big loss for them just because they don't really have any defense that can replace them. Um, other than uh, Miro Heiskanen is going to have to probably get uh, more minutes if they do lose him. Um, and then obviously you talked about Detroit and all their other signings. Uh, Edmonton, they were a little active. They did get uh, a Vander Kane uh, resigned. I think that's uh, for them. And then it, they got Calvin Pickard. I don't know what their plans are with him. Especially since they get, especially since they re, they signed. Uh, Jack Campbell from Toronto, five-year, and um, saw a picture of his dog. He he had his dog in an Oilers jersey, and the look on the dog's face is like, what did you do to me? Get this thing off me. It's like, I don't like this thing. But I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't exactly like that jersey either. <laughs> um yeah, and then uh, Jan Mark, uh, he signed. Hey, where was he? He was uh, he was with Vegas. Matthias Jan Mark. Uh, they signed him, and then um, and they also signed Brett Kulak. Uh, Florida, you know they. You know they lost Mason Marchment, um, and that, the biggest one, you know, the biggest one they lost was Giroux, obviously. But um, that that may be more of a relief. Um, yep. But they they went and signed uh, Nick Cousins, who I would have you know liked. Uh, he was with Nashville, and really really sorry to see him go. Um, Stahl signed a contract. Which yeah, Stahl was that? That was uh, yeah, it was uh, ex Red Wing Mark Stahl. They're trying to boost their defense. <laughs> yeah, uh, Batetto. They they signed Batetto, who was with the Rangers. Um, but he was a yeah. He was a former Predator, which I would I really liked him when he was there. 
know, my, it's been a while since he was there, so I know, but I, he was one of the ones I really hated to see go. Uh, the Kings, they signed the turtle, little turtle, uh, uh, Brandon Lemieux. They re-signed him. So they really didn't do much. They lost Athanasiu to Chicago. Um, that's what I just said. And then, of course, uh, the, of course, then they lost Mata to Detroit and Stetcher to Arizona. So that they, they lost a few uh a decent, uh, you know, um, you know, Dustin Brown's going to retire. Not sure why he's still listed because uh, he actually thought thought he was actually officially retired. Um, Minnesota. The only big losses I saw for Minnesota, you had um, the Jukestad to Arizona, um, Jordy Bennett to Toronto. And then Nick Flurry to Philly. Yeah, and then they re-signed for uh, Flurry, but that was before free agency, um, which uh, Minnesota didn't really do anything. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know what Minnesota's plans are because I don't see them making the playoffs again. Uh, Montreal, they're kind of in a standstill. They, um, but they signed Madison Bowie and Mitchell Stevens, both of which were Red Wings together. And then Rem Pitlick as well. Um, they lost Xavier Ulay. Um, they didn't really and, make then, money. and then, uh, with New Jersey, they, they went and got. One of the main one one of the big prizes of free agency, as far as I'm concerned, Andre Pilat, um, that he signed a five year, thirty million dollar contract. Um, so that's pretty much all they really need to do, I guess. You know, they they yeah, that was big for them. Brennan Smith, I think he's he's okay. He's kind of found his groove here recently. Um, with with you know Carolina, I thought he played really good hockey there, willing to s- sacrifice his body. Um, you know, I, I just, I think, I think the devils are, are smart to bring him in. Um, you know, they didn't really lose too many players here. Um, yeah, they didn't really lose too many. Yeah, but yeah, but I was mentioning Brandon Smith that he was a former, former wing, right? I don't know if that might've been cut because he didn't say anything. So I cut on then the Islanders, they were in the, uh, they were really into the um, uh, uh, Gaudreau uh, sweepstakes, if you will. Um, but you know they they've only lost the one guy from the two two Detroit Austin Sarsnik, mm-hmm. who you talked about, and they didn't sign anybody. So they're you know just as pretty much just like the Predators, um, except for the only with the Predators they've signed they just signed. Minor leaguers, Islanders inside anybody. Uh, Char, I'm sure will retire. Um, sure. but they really haven't. <clears throat> they really don't have anything to lose. Any Green, maybe. But the Rangers, they signed Louis Domingue, the the spicy pork guy. Um, I wonder if he signed with the Rangers to get that spicy pork. 
<clears throat> and then, of course, they signed Trocheck, which I would really like to see in, in Nashville. And then one guy, Halak, which I don't... Yeah, but another name that's out there right now, and I'm surprised he hasn't got Apokako. You know, he hasn't been signed yet. Um, I don't know if he's working on anything anywhere, but I think that would be a... Uh, I'm wondering... I'm wondering if the Rangers will are working on a resign. I think they're going to end up resigning him. Um, they don't really have anybody else, you know, other than him. How would you think about uh, Capo Caco in the mustard jersey? No, I don't. Yeah, I just don't. He doesn't really. I I don't see him fitting in there at all. No, I don't think he's that good of a player. I mean, I, I think it's just he had he, he fit in New York and he was surrounded around better players. <clears throat> if you stick him on a team like the Predators, he he's he'll be lost. He wouldn't even get ten goals. I think. Yeah, I don't know though. You don't know that. Um. You know, we talked about Ottawa with Giroux signing, and then they signed, re-signed their North. They gave him really big money, eight-year contract for him. No, yeah, so they really, like, they're really, they're really high on him. I don't like that. Um, but and then the Flyers, they, they're they're in a rebuild as well. They, um. They lost Martin Jones to Seattle. They signed Delorier, Braun. So they didn't really, they didn't really make a splash. Um, the, the Penguins did did manage to get the Melkin contract out of the way just be, just before free agency. I mean, it was like literally like the morning of free agency, or yeah, or maybe it was the, last, the night before. Last it was like a 20, 24th hour thing or 23rd hour or whatever they say. Um, but one, one, another, another one I did not like, um, well, it's good for, it's good for the pe- penguins, but Jan Ruda, I would, I mean, obviously the Predators have some really good defense and he, they, you know, they're not looking for defense, but I, I would like to send, see Ruda in, 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 in Nashville. Um, but the pregnant, the Predators signed into a three-year contract. Um, they signed, they, uh, I believe they re-signed Tukarski. I believe Tukarski was there. I like Evan Rodriguez, too. Uh, he's still a free agent as far as I'm looking. I guess that's it for the Penguins. Um, the Sharks, uh, Nico Sturm, I believe that is, signed. Uh, yeah, Nico Sturm, he was with Colorado. Uh, he signed with the Sharks. Yep. Um, and they just lost Anthony Potato to Florida. I think that's one of the. Yeah, yeah we talked. I was talk, talking. I just talked about Potato signing with Florida a little while ago. Um, uh, Lindblom signed with them. Um, yep. They say uh, they're still 
Capo Kakinen, they're still uh, he's still available, so I don't know if they're going to sign him, re-sign him. Stephen Lorenz, I believe they got them. That was involved. He was involved in the <clears throat> Brett Burns trade, um, and then of course Luke Cunning um, and the trade that I did not like at all. Um, uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, the Brett Burns trade. I don't know. You know, it's good for Carolina, um, but I don't know what the Sharks were doing. Other than I don't know, he's got a big contract, or he's getting old. Um, yeah. but not sure what. I don't know what why they want to get rid of uh, Brett Burns. I thought he's he was going to decline. They're in a rebuild. So I thought they they need to get what they can for him. But I thought he would retire a shark. Well, this is a dirty business. Um, I mean, obviously he was with Boston you know, before the Sharks, but I think he was with the Sharks a lot longer than he was with Boston. But Seattle, they're you know they're kind of quiet, flying under the radar quietly. <clears throat> the signing Barakowski off the Colorado um, Schultz, yeah, Coleman. They really didn't lose. He just lost a couple. Uh, Babo to Ottawa and Carrick to Boston, and uh, Hayden Hayden Fleury as well. But he's you know mentioned a couple of Riley Shan and Chalowski still a UFA. Yep. So they you know, but I think the biggest biggest signing for Seattle was Barakowski. So I think that that's that's that's. A huge signing for them, especially uh, this will be their second season <laughs> to get kinda, to, to get a Stanley Cup winner right off the bat like that. You know who I kind of like is St. Louis. In, in this, they you know Letty signed four years. In. Uh, they bring in Grice. Uh, not too fond of that one, but they they bring in Achari. Furt. I don't know. I kind of I kind of like. You know, they re-signed a lot of their players. You know, their only big loss was David Perron. Uh, moving out of Tampa Bay. Uh, Cole signed a cut one year. Hayden Fleury re-signed. Palat was their biggest loss. And Jan, Jan Ruta. Yeah, Jan Ruta, yeah. Um, that, like, I had mentioned that a little while ago with yeah, them too. Those are their biggest um, losses right there. But Toronto, you know, they went and signed that. The cup smasher. Um, Ave Kubel. Well, at least we don't have to worry about him smashing any more cups. Uh, some Sonoff. I think he's a goaltender. Um, Yarn Croak and, and Jordy Ben are big signings for. Jordy Ben, Yarn Croak. I, I, that's another signing I would like to see. I would like to see Nashville get him back. I was really, really upset when they lost him, but that's expansion draft, and that was a whole another. That's a whole other issue. Um, hopefully, we don't have to deal with any more expansion draft or at all. Um, and then uh, they, they they did lo- they did lose. You know, they lost Colin Blackwell, Jack Campbell, as I mentioned, uh, Michael Hutchinson, Labushkin to Buffalo, Mikheyev. He signed with Vancouver, who we're already talked to coming up, and then Andre Kashe. Kasha, 
uh, East North Carolina. Um, but yeah, Vancouver, they just, like I had just mentioned, uh, they signed Mc, Ilya Mikheyev. And that was a four year contract. So there wasn't really a lot of, not really a lot of big contracts, uh, you know, just a few seven, eight year contracts. Uh, Lazar signed a three year contract. Uh, Madison Bowie, they lost. Uh, to Montreal. Yep. Uh, they lost Halak to the Rangers. Yep. And and now Vegas, they lost Brett Howden. Oh, no, they re-signed Brett Howden. Um, and they re-signed Riley Smith. Uh, Matthias Janmarks, they, they lost him they, to Edmonton. Uh, but that's about it for them. Uh, Washington, I don't see Kepper. I mean... He was with Arizona before Colorado got him. I think he was just. You never know. You never know. Um, I think he was just riding the the the, the shirt tails of Colorado. Because I, I I don't think well, he, that's very well possible. But Washington, he, he, you know, you can't just shake a stick at Washington. They're not a bad team either. They've won a cup in the last, you know, within the last five years. Uh, and then and then. And then they fired the coach that got him the cup. Yeah, well, you still got to respect him. Uh, they signed Lindgren. Um, he was with the Blues. He he's another goaltender. Uh, Gustafson, Eric Gustafson. He was with Chicago. And that's a smart play. That's he's only he was a one year deal for eighty. You know, I think that was a good pickup for them to boost their defense a little bit. Dylan Strom signed a three and a half million dollar contract with them. Uh, they they re-signed Matt Irwin, who was a former Predator. Uh, they they re-signed Marcus Johansson, who was a longtime uh, uh, Capital. Uh, I think he was a draft pick. Uh, they did lose Justin Schultz to Seattle. Um, and then, uh, obviously, Simpson off. But I, I guess between the, the two goaltenders, I guess you could say this is an upgrade, even though uh, I don't see Kepfer winning a, another cup. Um, maybe he can ride the tails of some of the stars like he did in Colorado. I don't know. But, and then Winnipeg, they're, well, they're another team that's in a, a rebuild. Um, yeah, they uh, they took Dave Riddick. Um, they could slam the door on him on the way out. Yeah, don't the um, door hit you. Yeah, but, uh, but other other than uh, other than that, um, they, well, they did. Uh, Zach Sanford was on Winnipeg. Uh, you know, national signs. So it's not really a big loss for them. Um, Eric Camry, they, that was a loss. You know, they lost him to Buffalo. Adam Brooks, they lost him to Philadelphia. So they didn't really have a lot. Um, Yevgeny Shvetsikov is still out there, still available. Uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois, he could be a good good fit for somebody. Um, so you know, so they they're, they're another team that's in a rebuild. Um, it's pretty much all all we got for free agency signings right now. Um, I do want to ask you a question, though. 
how do you I mean you guys lost um Riddick Riddick who, who are your goalies uh Lankinen and Saros I don't know why Lankinen is listed um I guess they signed him as a backup um I would say maybe they want to keep uh, maybe they want to keep Ingram down in Milwaukee so he can keep playing and, and keep keep getting iced, uh, g- you know, gain time. And Ingram didn't get traded. Ingram is in. Oh, Ingram, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Riddick was traded. Oh, Riddick was a free agency loss. Right. He was Red, Dave Riddick was a free agent. Um, yeah, but keep, so keep Ingram down, groom him. So I guess I would I would say you know put bring him up for backup, but maybe that's why they signed Kevin Lincoln, and I don't see him. But I, I still don't see Lincoln playing a lot. I mean, obviously Saros can't play eighty two games, um, and I don't know if you really want to have him play sixty games. But I don't see Lincoln even playing forty. Um. <laughs> Now, why is that? Actually, he's about the same age as Saros. Actually, he was born about 11 days after him. Uh, and when is that? Yeah, uh, Saros was born on April 19th, and Kevin Lincoln was born on April 28th. So they're pretty much close. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe Kevin Lincoln can surprise people. But you know he's obviously they actually signed him for a backup role, um, so I guess that means that Ingram will be playing, spending some more time in Milwaukee, um, at least a couple more years. Um, the one trade I did not like was John Leonard. Uh, they get they traded Cunning for him. I don't know who the heck this John Leonard is. Um, I thought he was a Beatle. Well, he's 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 not a he's he's a human. He's twenty three years old. He's oh, not a beetle. He's well, I guess he. John, I'm thinking of John Lennon. No, this is Leonard. Um, uh, he does have four career goals, fifty eight career games. So he's I mean. Get, getting up there with my my kind of stats, even though NHL is obviously harder to score in. Um, but uh, let's see, what else was there? Um, I don't think there's anything else too big and crazy. Uh, no, like you know, and, and I don't see anything you know big main see, main things coming up. Um, as far as you know, any you know more signings and free and so it doesn't look like we might we might have to take a week or two off. Um, yeah, but we're gonna um, be working on our uh, Pred Wings video. TV. There's 24 uh, players that file for uh, arbitration. Um, I mentioned Mangiapane uh, of the Calgary Flames was one of them. Uh, just a couple other, you know, Jesper Bratt of the Devils. Uh, Kasperi Kapanen of the Penguins, goaltender from the Devils, Vidic Vanacek. I think he was with the uh, 
Capitals at one time. And then uh, I, I mentioned Capo Kekkonen, um of the Sharks uh, when we were talking about the free agency. So he, he did file for arbitration. And also um, Yannick Trennan from the Predators side for uh, uh, arbitration. He'll probably get um, – not sure what he'll get. Um, what his contract is, uh, not sure right off the bat. Um, but uh, Detroit only had one, and that was Jake Wallman. So yeah, I don't see him. They, he's, if he'll, I don't see them. I don't know what he's making. Uh, maybe they will, but he, he, he'll be down in the AHL. That's just my guess. I don't think you're going to see him. He's not a long-term um, acquisition. Try to scan through the list. Pablo Zaka, the Bruins. Uh, Ethan Bear, the Carolina Hurricanes. I don't think that's too big of a deal. Paul Jarby of the Oilers. Uh, Matthew Joseph, he's on the Senators. He filed. Um... Morgan Geeky of the Kraken. I think he's related to Connor Geeky. Um, and then uh, Mason Appleton of the Jets. Um, other than that, um, oh, there was a trade-up. Petrie was traded to the Penguins. Um, I believe they traded... Marino? No, actually, they were traded. Jeff Petrie and Ryan Pooling was traded uh, for Mike Matheson. Um, trying to think who the, the Devils or the Penguins traded Marino for somebody. I don't remember. I don't remember who it was now. Um, I'm wondering, does Jack Chachin think he's 10 years old? I have no idea. Because he had an ice cream party with the Stanley Cup. Who has an ice cream party with the Stanley Cup? Wait, did he fill the, the cup with ice cream? Yeah, they're 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 eating the ice they're eating ice cream out of the Stanley Cup in oh, yeah. Columbus. I would do that. Well, I guess it's better than dropping the damn thing. I'd probably go to Ben and Jerry's though. <laughs> No, I don't know about that. Um, that would be. I don't know nothing about that. I, I don't know how how big how much you can put in the the cup. I don't know how much it holds, but that would be that would hell of an amount. That would get kind of expensive. Yeah. Um, but I don't really have anything else. Um. No, it's kind of a slow week. Like it's you know, other, other than other than the main, um, oh, oh, there it is. Marino traded. Oh, Marino was traded to the Devils, um, for Ty Smith. So it really, wasn't a big trade. Other than they lose, so I mean, it was definitely a win by the Devils. I would think. Um, I still think <clears> one of the best <throat> trades in NHL history was Philip Forsberg for a dollar. Oh, well, that happens a lot. Um, I, I know we mentioned uh, Andrew Cop's birthday, and he just, you know, it was that was on the eighth of July, so it was just before, um, just before, 
the uh, free agency. Um, guess who's got a birthday coming up for uh, uh, who, uh, another wing that's got a birthday coming up? Who's that? Dylan Larkin. July, thir- July 30th. I'm wondering if he'll he'll if he'll, July 25th. I wonder if we can have a joint birthday party. I wonder if he'll sign uh, at his birthday or near it. So that's a happy birthday to Dylan Larkin and my co-host Rant and Ron coming up because we might we might have a trade uh we might have a uh another show before then but i don't know we'll have to wait and see um the other that that as far as uh july birthdays that's it for the for the red wings i was just talking about ryan johansson right uh his birthday is on july 31st uh so he'll be he'll be turning 30 in the same year as my, I graduated. And then uh, July 28th, Philip Tomasino. He was born in 2001, so that he'll be 21. Yeah, he'll be 20, he'll be turning 21 years old. So, okay. July July 28th, we'll have to send uh, we'll have to take Philip Tomasino out. He'll he'll be legal. And that's uh, oh, Borrow Whiskey just had one on the 12th. Uh, he's an older guy. Um, but that that that's all the July birthdays for the Predators. So <clears throat> as we get into August, we'll have some uh, birthday wishes. You know, looking forward to you know Forsberg's birthdays in August. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll you know as we get closer in August, and we'll have some shows in August. Um, we'll, we'll deal with. But uh, right. another show that's. Uh, Another show in the books, um, you know, <clears throat> working on some some things for off season. Obviously, we probably won't be doing weekly um, like we have been. I just just gotta keep with us, keep us, keep following us on social media because we'll still be posting on that and uh, catch up on some old shows. You know, if you want to re- listen listen to them again, or or if you missed some episodes. You know, um, crank out the podcast and get, get your Pred Wings fix, and um, we'll, we'll try to work some uh, some new uh, behind the scenes content. You know, the that didn't didn't make the shows. You know, they got to hit the editing button and kind of got lost in the shuffle. So maybe we'll have some blooper shows coming up. Um, just to keep things interesting. Uh, but you can always email us uh, with your questions and comments to predwingspodcast at gmail.com. And as I mentioned, you can follow us on uh, Facebook at predwingspodcast and on Twitter at predwingspod. And don't forget to subscribe and download us on any podcast service. But what he said, I was able to play my goal song, but. I wasn't able to play your goal song because you haven't played in like five or six years. I'll be back. I don't even think you've touched the ice except for the oh. slip on it. I'll you might have you might have slipped on the ice last past year. I'm determined. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, so I can 
Oh, so 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 maybe we can hear this. All right. That's right. Or you'll just get stuck doing assists to me. That's okay. I'm okay with assists. So am I after that nice assist from Thursday, but and oh, I, I I was gonna mention uh, way back at the time of the show when I was talking about my goals, I should have had my multiple goal going. Um, should have had a second goal. It was towards the end of the game, like the third period, was probably within the last minute or so we're had six to two uh my guy shot it hit the post and i'm right near kind of kind of near the net and all of a sudden i was right there but as the puck the puck hit out the post it went flying by me and i wasn't able to get my stick on it to slam it in and that would have had my second goal it's like that would have given us a seven to two lead, so I don't know. I guess, I guess looking back at it, it doesn't really. It's not really important because it would just would have made it seven to two instead of six to two. But it would have been nice to get that second goal. Yeah, that would have been nice. You know, always scoring in pairs is always nice. In the books, and we're getting that's all we got. Um. We're, we're getting uh, milestones every... Uh, thanks for tuning in to the Pred Wings podcast. Good night, Hockey Town. See ya, Smashville. the episode.